Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this podcast on a Sunday. Let me just check to see what day today is. I'll tell you where I am then. 19th of September, Sunday. Time is 1.48pm. And it's about 20 degrees. I'm outside in the car. Sitting in the car at the outside of the house. I just thought, you know what? I'll try it here today. I'll try it somewhere different. You know, because it's nice to sit outside sometimes. And I know that I'm not sitting outside. I know that I'm sitting inside the car. But what I'm saying is that it's nice not to be sitting inside on such a nice day. Because this is great weather. And it kind of scares me a bit, this weather, when I think about it. Because, you know, it's very warm. It's about 24 degrees today, I think. And I don't know if that's kind of normal for September. And some people will say to me, of course it's fucking normal. Of course it is. Have you never been to Spain? Have you never been down to Italy? No? Well, I don't know this kind of heat in September. So, it's a an absolute treat. I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here now in a pair of shorts. Can you believe that? And I'm going to go for a walk now and I'm going to jump into the water later on. Yes, I am. And it's going to be cold for the first 10 minutes. But after that... You can be guaranteed I'll be lapping it up. And I'll be lying in there like an old frog. Up against the banks of the river. With the nipples on show. And if you want to join me, you can. I'll be going down in about half an hour, I'd say. I know, I'm only joking. I um, One thing I wanted to talk about on this week's podcast is... Uh, I was I was... I faced a bit of adversity the weekend. Now, some people will say that this wasn't any kind of adversity. But for me... It was almost a breaking point. I was driving from Mayo to Sligo and then Sligo to Cork. And I left Sligo at about half six in the morning, right? So I was very tired already and I missed the breakfast. So I was going on an empty stomach. Actually, no, I I actually had a banana, would you believe, on the bypass. And that was nice. But, you know, when you get the smell of the fry up, you're like, oh, that'll be hard to beat now all day long. The problem with the fry up is that as soon as you get a smell for the fry-up, it's on your mind all day. And it's almost like, I, oh, I have to go for it. But then, you know, when you miss it, then you feel you feel like, oh, no, I've missed a trick there. But anyways, I was driving down anyways, from Sligo to Cork. And as I was driving down, I was about an hour away from Cork. I had to be there in about an hour and ten minutes. So I had about ten minutes to play with, which is not good when you're driving into a city. Because you're guaranteed you're going to be facing traffic you're going to be facing people crossing the road when they shouldn't be crossing the road. And you're going to take the wrong turn as you do. You're trying to figure out the GPS and it's too slow. Excuse me, nearly choked there on a fly. You're trying to figure out the GPS. Google GPS would want to get quicker. It needs to be more split decision because when you're in the cities, people are crossing the road and it's busy. It's hard to know like, and you have to be looking at the people. So Google, step up your game. You're meant to have loads of money. Do what you got to do. But I was driving around anyways and I was about an hour, sorry, I was about an hour and I was on the bypass and didn't I hear this noise on on the uh, passenger seat and it was and I thought, oh, what's that now? And I stopped the car, pulled in, looked at the wheel, it was it was okay, looked at the side where the, you know, the indicator is, they were all fine and anyways, got in the car again, drove another bit, then it was like... So I thought the bumper was hanging off. So I got out of the car and I was went around 
I was like, okay, everything seems to be fine. Then I noticed that there was loads of the tyre hanging off. It was a big skin of tyre hanging off. And it looked like the tyre was ready to burst. So then I was like, oh God, I've only got 10 minutes to play with here. And I was panicking and I was like, what am I going to do? It was kind of windy, it was wet, there was massive trucks driving past. I was scared. And I said, you know what? I'm going to change the wheel right here, right now. I'm going to be a man. I'm going to step up to the plate. And then I remembered that the last person to put on this wheel, in fact, the last people to put on the wheel on the car, were two Polish lads. And I'll tell you what happened. I was driving the car before, and that same wheel had a problem. I don't know what happened again. I think it was a, a slow puncture or whatever. And I, I just felt it go flat. And I was like, oh, damn it, I'm in the middle of nowhere here. I walked into the first house. These two Polish lads came out, and they were like, yes. And they were smashing wood, or they were doing something that was really tough. And I said, lads, tyres gone on the car. Can I, get a li- can I get a help there? They go, one minute. And they turned around, went into this massive garage, came out with all the equipment you need to change a tyre in 10 minutes. It was unbelievable. These guys were absolute professionals. I haven't seen mechanics work like this. This was serious stuff. Big shout out to my Polish boys. But they changed the tyre in record time and they, they told me a trick as well. They said, whenever your tyre won't come off, Get the spare tyre and give it a bang. I don't know how good of advice that is, but anyways, the wheel had came off in my car and I was like, I've just, I've just got to fix this because I don't have any of that AA stuff. You know where the man comes out or the woman comes out and they say, oh yeah, we'll give you a car right now. Your car is fucked, but we'll give you another car. I don't have that insurance, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Don't have it. Don't care for it. I wanted to get going, so I just, I pulled out the spanner, pulled up the jack, pulled out the spare wheel. It was a small little shitty old spare wheel. You know, those crap little spare wheels. So I pulled that out anyways and I started jumping on the nuts because they were that tight from the Polish lads. And anyways, I got all the nuts off and the wheel wouldn't come off. So I did the trick that the Polish lads told me. I gave it a good old bang with the spare wheel. Eventually the wheel popped off. Now all I had to do was put on the spare wheel. I started putting on the spare wheel. It was kind of wonky enough and it was a bit small. I was like, that doesn't look right. It looks like a go-karting wheel or something like that. So I... I so I I said you know what just put it on drive and go put on the wheel and it was a small wheel they said um, it says on the wheel don't go over 80 miles an hour or 80 kilometres now I was already running late I was 10 minutes late now so I started driving and I was driving about 82 kilometres per hour so I got there anyways just about in time a fella brought me in and I was like, okay, I was sweating, I was panicked, and I was like, oh, I, w- I wanted to have a shower, I wanted to clean up here, I didn't want to have grease in my hands, I didn't want to drive into Cork with a bloody small wheel, they want people looking at me. And so I arrived into Cork, and I was like, so stressed, to the point where, you know when a kettle's boiling, you're like, when will the kettle boil? When will it finish its boiling process? And the kettle boiled. And I just went, Ara, focus. Focus. And I'm sorry for the language, but it was just, focus. I don't care. There's no point panicking. What are you panicking for, mate? You know, what can you do? It wasn't your fault that the fucking wheel was shit. It wasn't your fault that the wheel had just, for some reason, decided to give up its job. You know, that's like, that's the way it goes with cars and journeys and bypasses. That's fine. 
I should have just accepted it. And I did. And I have. And I'm not going to get worked up about stuff anymore. And it's the way... I suppose what I'm saying is that, like, I'm sure everyone feels the same way at times where you feel like you've got loads of stuff to do and the to-do list is only building up every bloody minute of the day. Building and building and building. You're like, I, I'll do that. No, then I'll do that. And then you forget one thing and then the next thing doesn't happen. And then someone asks you another thing and you're like, what? And before you know it, you can't even find your to-do list. And you start panicking. And you're going from moment to moment panicking. And then you're like, Jesus Christ, it is stressful these days. But when that tyre, I looked at the tyre and it was only a small little go-kart tyre. And I got to the place and I was kind of panicked. I just said, ah, you know what? Fuck it. And I felt great, you know, and I'm still feeling great about it. And I think I'm going to continue to apply this I don't give a shit attitude. And obviously you don't want to be a dickhead either. And you don't want to be someone that's kind of like whatever. You know, you don't want to be like the Fonz from Happy Days just turning up when he wanted. You know, you want to be punctual and you want to be disciplined and everything else that goes with it but we all ask a lot of each other and I think that sometimes you ask too much of yourself <laughs> and I'll tell you one thing you know I was coming back in the bypass and I tell you the real the real criminals of the bypass it's those people on the toll not the people that work there they're sound but these companies that are renting us out the bypass and they're constantly looking for money how many cars are going through them bloody tolls how many cars are going through them every single day there's 290 there's 170 there's 340 there's 450 wait a minute that's too much no that's what you pay if you drive a truck okay I know a lad that went through the toll and he had to pay 7 quid each time in a tunnel Um, and that was he had to go in every, every single day to go in and out 9 times so he's, he was paying 400 quid a week just to drive the motorbike through a tunnel and that's the kind of money that these companies are making. And I I believe now, and I don't actually know if this is a fact, but I'm believing it. That the toll there in, in on the way to Dublin, right before you get in there, if you're coming from May, I would say. That's owned by a French company. And they have all the money going over to France. And all that money, they're laughing at it when it comes into the bank. Every day they check their account, they're just going, <laughs> Oh man, it's a lot of money. They want people to go back to the offices. But that's not happening now. It's all gone rural around here. Speaking of which, I was just talking to uh, my father today about this internet rollout. And he goes, oh yeah, it'd be great now. It'd be great now to get on the internet. And I said, you have an opportunity there to go on it now. And you don't want to go on it. Yeah, sure. I don't know what I'd be looking at on there. You know well what you'd be looking at, Dad. I know well what you'd be looking at. Because you're watching it on TV already. And you know Mam doesn't like that. She's too busy on her tablet. And that's that's technology for you. It comes in and it, it takes over. But uh, that's the way it goes in it. But that's, anyway, something I just wanted to get off my mind about how I was feeling right now. And I hope you're feeling well. And if you're putting too much pressure on yourself, just say, you know what? Fuck it. Be grand. tell you what though I um, speaking of listening to the Irish there I I always wished that I'd picked up on a couple of words in Irish when I was in school I got, I know a few words but nothing to get around the place like if if an Irish speaker come up to me and said a few words I'd be just going wah wah such a guilt as well because it's almost like that's 
the essence of you, you know, the Irish speaking way. It's the way to think and it's the way the old Irish people used to think. But I just only know a few words and I feel guilty about that. And uh, I'd love to blame a teacher. I would. And some other days I might, but today I won't. But when I was in school, number one, I had very bad eyesight, so I couldn't actually see the board. And I used to just be making up words the ha- half the time because the teachers would only be like, just make sure you write this down. I don't care if you're learning it, just write it down. And so they'd see me writing and be like, oh, he must be writing it down. And then they'd look at my copybook and they'd be like, what? what language is this, mate? What are you talking about? And I'd be like, this language? What are you talking about? I haven't a clue. And that was the problem. There was a bit of a disconnect. And I suppose it's tough, tough on the old teachers because you're trying to make a connection with these young, childish twats. I'm not saying that all students are like that, but I'm saying that that's the way I was. I didn't really listen in school. I'm, and I'm, I should have. I should have had the lugs out and the mouth shut and listened to what the teacher had to say for themselves. I, and I wanted to give a bit of a shout-out as well in this week's podcast to my national school teacher, Joan. I won't give her second name, but that's her first name. And she was a great teacher, very artistic, you know. And uh, it was a very nice uh, world to be living in. She was very easy going. She'd always encourage you to. Although there was one time I was in the classroom with my friend and he was very, very smart. He was one of the smartest people you could ever meet. Still is. But he's very nice about it, you know. But the teacher said to him, sorry, he said to the teacher, this is a different teacher that came in. It was like a replacement teacher for Joan at the time. And he he said to this replacement teacher, he goes, Miss, do you think I'm smart? And she goes, oh, of course you are. You're one of the smartest students I've ever taught. And then I said to her, Miss, do you think I'm smart? She goes, you're good at football on. I was like, oh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't say, oh, thanks. But I, I was thinking, okay, fair enough. That's a bit, that's, that doesn't really sound too smart to say I'm good at football. And even though I was only about seven at the time, I still knew what she was talking about. I didn't forget that. But I was very good at football. I was. That was the thing, you see. So there was no denying that at the time as well. It was evident. Like there was one time where I went to a very small school and there was only about 17 or 18 students, you see. And there was only myself and another fella and a couple of other students in the fifth class, which was the last class, I think. Or maybe it was sixth class. But anyways, we were the last students of the school. But one day my friend, he got sick and he didn't come into school. He just he was sick for the day. Like I think he had, the, he had a dose of the squirts or something. I think he was drinking bad milk. I forget what it was, but he couldn't turn up for school anyways. And so the next day I turned up for school and normally every lunchtime, myself and himself would play the whole school in a game of football. Now by whole school, I mean it was me and him versus about 15 kids who were about six. So we were about nine or 10. So we had kind of the upper hand in them. And still, it was still like it was tough especially the day that he didn't turn up and I played against the whole school. I played in goal, up front, everything, you name it, and I still bet them. I think the score was 15-8 or something like that. And uh, what we used to do in that school is we didn't have a bell. The teacher would just ring a bell. We didn't have like an electric bell that you hear now, all the cool bells go, bum, bum, bum. We didn't have those. We only had ding-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling-a-ling. And that was it. There was one distinctive bell ring. And it meant the same thing Get your fucking ass inside the school right now or you're going to get a bollocking at the very least. But I'd always be the last out, you know, and or last into the class, I should say. And I was always, I just never, never really could take my face to look at a book, you know. I mean, nowadays I like to know about stuff, but them days I, I just, just was not bothered. Wasn't arsed. Wanted to be outside with the birds and the bees and 
running around the place like an old dirty rat. And we used to have this part of the school as well. It was called Down the Lawn. And you weren't meant to go down there, but it was just like down the dip of a hill, really. And when you were younger, like, you thought everything was a bit bold. So the teacher always said to us, whatever you do, if you do go down to the bottom of the hill, don't take a piss there, please. Just don't do that because it's going to attract insects and all rats and everything. So we said, yeah, no worries, we won't do that. But then anyways, that lunchtime, we went down. And I said, come on, let's go down. Another lad's like, come on, let's go down. So we all went down anyways. And we, uh, one of us started pissing against the tree. I don't think it was me now, it was a different fella. And I'm not throwing him under the bus, but there was a different fella that peed under that tree. And uh, you hear the other thing, Vanny and gone by there now. You'd be wondering why I'm in the care. But uh, we went down the, the lawn anyways with the, all the students went down. And we all started pissing against this tree. And the teacher came down. She goes, get back to school right now. And we all went down. We all running back to school with piss in our pants. And the teacher was just, get back into that fucking school. And we all went back in and we were just shitting ourselves. The teacher was like, whose fucking idea was that? Whose idea was to go pissing down the lawn? And everyone just looked at me and goes, it was his idea. And I'm like, oh, you fucking bastards. He. Every single one of them threw me under the bus. Teacher never liked me since then. But then we kind of grew to love each other again, you know. When I got a bit older, I'd see her, like, and we'd be like, how you doing? Yeah, good. How's everything? It's fine, yeah, yeah. And yourself? Yeah, 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 good. And then we met a few times since then, and it's been wonderful, and I just wanted to thank her for all her, all of her um, expertise over the years. And it uh, depends what side of the fence you're on, you know, but sometimes I look at teachers and I think, Jesus, you have a hard job listening to fucking shite talkers like myself. A hard old fucking job at bye. But you know what, sure, it takes all sorts to make the world go round. And uh, big shout out to all the teachers out there and all the students out there. Before we go any further, I just want to thank everybody for supporting this podcast on Patreon or listening to it on Ecast or wherever it may be. So I just want to say thanks very much for that. Really appreciate it. And to Golden Bake for your continued support. Your jam buns continue to rock my world. And they're delicious, folks. And if you get a chance, go in and buy one in the shop, please. Now, um, I know at the beginning of this podcast, I said it was Sunday. And here we are, Monday. And I just wanted to say that I got a bit delayed uploading this podcast because I had to do a few things around the, the farm with the OLED, so to speak. So... I didn't get a chance to upload it yet, but here we are. It's Monday again. I'm uploading this podcast, but as I said, I'm going to be uploading every Sunday. So this Sunday, I'm going to have a podcast uploaded. And I was kind of getting behind myself there the last few weeks, but I'm back. And as I said, every Sunday, going to be uploading a podcast. And I'm ahead of myself this week because I've already planned this week's podcast. So, um... It'll be up this Sunday and I wanted to just say sorry about the delay for this one. So anyways, have a lovely Monday. Hope you're keeping well. Look after yourselves. Get out there and do whatever it is you can do. And if you can't do it, don't worry about it. We're all going to heaven anyways, lads. Chat to you soon. Bye-bye.